When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's me, Derek. Uh, occasionally, no. As your mayor, PHNX. Welcome in to the PHNX D-backs pregame show here on Halloween. A happy Halloween to all of you. Of course, this is what happens when one person doesn't fulfill their end of the obligation on a couple's costume. Um, I am Luigi, occasionally known as Derek Montia from the PHNX. Uh, Diamondbacks podcast. This man next to me is supposed to be Mario, occasionally known as patrick lyons from the dnvr podcast but instead he chose to dress up like a hipster look i brought two costumes today the one i'm currently wearing is jesse friedman i took one of his long sleeve button-up shirts i am wearing jeans as he typically does Mm -hmm. um and i changed Mm -hmm. out of my mario lopez Mm -hmm. costume you didn't specify which one and i'm not gonna walk around with a sexy tank top like that that is fair but we welcome you in to the (sighs) phnx diamondbacks pregame show presented by desert financial credit union arizona's number one credit union named by forbes of course uh we thank you guys for being here whether you are diehard or not but if you are not a diehard member yet make sure to grab that diehard membership uh grab it grab it now grab it now get yourself that free t-shirt uh get get rolling because this diamondbacks wagon (gasps) might be rolling once again we have some big news to cover uh and it is a happy halloween indeed for the arizona diamondbacks fans because uh there is big news coming out that adolis garcia and max scherzer have both been replaced on the texas rangers roster meaning they are no longer eligible to come back for any games here in the world series yeah, the commissioner needs to approve of uh, when there's injuries like this for Garcia. The oblique strain was just a bit too much. Uh, Bruce Bochy tried to like play it off like, ah, we're still figuring it out. He was, it, there it. was discussion about him walking <laughs> still, around in the yes. clubhouse with a bat, like in, you know, in that's uniform, right. like he was going to actually just be maybe available. Just posturing a little bit before the game could to think, been. oh, he could be coming off the bench. Yep. Let's let's uh, have the Diamondbacks waste some time with that. But no, he's out. Ezekiel Duran is in. And then for Max Scherzer, who his spot wouldn't have been coming up until basically game seven, and he said, I, I might need about like 48 hours to figure out things. And I think Bochi and, and the staff saying, yeah, no, we don't have that kind of time. We've got a bullpen game. We need to get an arm up like now because we yeah. can use that arm today. Brooke Burke is activated. So Scherzer, who's ultimately a non-factor, whether he was going to come back or not, yeah. I don't think Diamondbacks should have been really been that's, worried about that. But that's, Garcia, Adoles Garcia is the big loss. news. Yeah, that's huge a big loss. news, and I mean it absolutely changes the game plan and the approach. Uh, I think it makes Corey Seager 
uh, a little bit exposed there to the Diamondback, sure. maybe pitching around him or walking him. Uh, and I think that this definitely impacts things positively for the D-backs. And the lineup is obviously a little shorter. So uh, for tonight's lineup uh, ahead of game four here Tuesday night at Chase Field, you've got Mitch Garver batting third, Evan Carter staying locked in in that number four spot. But then everyone else pretty much just shifts up one spot in the lineup, which now means number nine hitter, Leody Tavares, is going to be coming up eighth. And then Travis Jankowski, who is taking Garcia's spot in right field, he'll be batting ninth. So not the same kind of turnover, similar to you know what we've seen the Diamond Diamondbacks experience with Perdomo batting ninth. It's like a double leadoff hitter yeah. type situation. Now, not quite the same with Jankowski hitting ninth in place of Garcia. There is one thing to consider that I don't like about this, and that's the fact that you do game plan for certain guys. True. Just like what occurred there in game three where Max Scherzer leaves the game early. You have, uh, obviously, your guy, your boy, come in and and do some work. And, you know, John Gray was excellent. He's been excellent against this team. Yeah. And uh, you don't. You, you can't really game plan at times for a bullpen game, and that's kind of what the Rangers sprung on the Diamondbacks, essentially. And that's what both teams are going to be facing off against each other tonight. But uh, we do have to ask, of course, we do know now that Garcia is going to be missing in action, but we have to ask, where did the offense go for the Arizona Diamondbacks? We know that the offense was obviously missing in action as well. And uh, if you are a Diamondbacks fan that's been paying attention to this team all season long, We've seen this movie before. This is not anything new to us. But uh, Tori Lavolo discussed, of course, uh, what the offense needs to do to, to start getting going here. Yeah, I think I think every every night is is different given who you're going to face and what kind of stuff they have. You know, we've got our target. We know we know the place and, and spot pitches are going to land. Um, you know, we got the information very late last night as to who was going to be their starting pitcher, but everybody went to work on it. Uh, they'll come in today and start to get prepped about where to go um, with their mindset, where to set their eyes and make adjustments from there. So. That's usually what happens every single day. Now, built inside of every day, I think there's adjustments that need to be made. You got to get your sight lines. You got to see what's happening per at bat. Things aren't going to be the same every single time. Um, and it's it's World Series baseball. You know, you got to be spot on. You can't miss. You got to hit the pitch that you're looking for, and not miss that opportunity. And I think some of the pitching that we've seen has been really good. And it's been a little frustrating for us at times, but it just takes one good line of guys to get that thing moving in the right direction, and we can put up some big, big numbers. And we did that in game two. I'm not going to predict anything and say we're going to do it again. We just got to have quality approaches and a quality mindset, keep our competitive focus, and go to work. Sometimes the results don't match the output, right? We yeah. talked about it all during the game three post game show about, you know, the Cattell Marte, 114.4 miles an hour. That it was a double play, yeah, and so yeah. you know things just kind of didn't didn't break their way, and it, it happens on a game in which the Rangers only score three themselves, which is you know arguable, obviously, with uh, the home plate umpire last night. And you just say, you know, things could have certainly gone differently, and they would have been able to scratch three or four maybe across the plate, and you win that game. Yeah. Uh, and tonight we'll have you know an opportunity because despite the different looks that Diamondbacks hitters uh, are going to be facing with all the different Rangers relievers coming in. Those relievers are not really up to the same standard of what the Diamondbacks relievers have been doing this entire postseason. And so for that reason, there definitely seems to be an advantage for the the Diamondbacks, isn't there? Yeah, it really does. And I mean, of course, uh, the, a lot of this depends on if that offense can, can score runs again. Because to be honest, uh, a three-run deficit isn't something that is insurmountable. They absolutely no. could have come back from last night, especially the way 
that they've scored runs in this uh, in on this postseason run. They've been able to put up on average about four runs plus, you know, per game, and they just couldn't do that last night. Uh, but the big head scratcher is, has been, you know, and and that was why Tori was asked that. It has been where does the this offense just go at times, and and how is it that it just can disappear? But I think that uh, you know. Uh, if I'm if I'm being honest, it was a big moment. It was a big moment at Chase. We talked about the pomp and circumstance a bit. Like mm-hmm. tonight, it seemed like there was a little bit less of that. Like, don't get me wrong, Chase Field is the center of the baseball universe right now, and yes. there are there are so many people there. But it did feel like tonight's you know game was more of a all right. We got over game, the first game in the World Series. Let's get back down to here. business. Let's get back to business. We right? have two more to play here. And we really need to see the snakes come out on top. It's so. no longer the first game in 22 years. It's it's the second game. And so, all right, let's let's focus on the the task at hand. Put some more of these uh, balls in play. You know, we did see a, a change in the starting lineup tonight by Tori Lovello. Uh, Evan Longoria, the first time this postseason, is not in the starting lineup. You have Emmanuel Rivera at third base, uh, who's been playing some you know pretty good defense. And I, I like him a little bit better off the bench. He's just he's the perfect postseason role player to chip in, and we did see that, of course, in Game Three. Uh, and at the DH spot, Tommy Pham is still locked in there. Other than that, everything is pretty much status quo. By the way, do we know if the uh, TL? Nike long sleeve tee that Tori Lavella was wearing in that video clip. Is that available in stores? Did you notice that? I don't know. That was really sharp. I don't know, but we need to get one. A TL shirt? Maybe we can make an exchange for one of those uh, We're Fucking Dangerous shirts since that's kind of his. Maybe. I mean, he might trade a TL shirt for a green L cap. That's not going to If you know a guy. Absolutely not. If you know a guy. Absolutely not. That's my entire identity right now. But uh, speaking of Tori Lavella. (laughs) <laughs> he, he had a chance oh yeah he, he had a chance to Woo! take a look at some of those umpire Woo! calls we were talking about last night Buddy. uh he said that occurred around three four <laughs> in the morning uh here's what tori had to say about his reaction to looking at looking at those at bats yeah i looked at it all and i was up at um 3 30 this morning steaming mad so i'll leave it right there <laughs> he's just like Same. me he's just like me never been more relatable i was in bed at 3 4 a.m looking yeah. at the calls just, just you were seeing something yeah. Damon, no. no i don't believe that for I, a second well, i'll just say on that moreno call for strike two where he should have walked i sounded pa- patrick and Derek could attest to it i sounded like a family member just was killed right yeah, in front of me he did what's wild he is if, if you if you had like not a calendar but if you laid out all seven games and you had a photograph from each each of those games. Game one, maybe you have a, a, a you know a, a still of, of Garcia's home run. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's Corey Seager his shout to tie the game. Mm-hmm. Um, in game two, you know, is it is it Tommy Pham? Is it just Merrill Kelly looking like a badass coming off the mound? That might be your image for game two. And then the image for game three is that overhead aerial shot um, of the ball <laughs> in the other batter's box. Like that's probably. The photograph uh, for game three, I would think. Yeah, you might be right about that. but Tory, uh, I guess Tory decided, I guess he might not have gotten his morning walk and his swim. That's part of his routine. He probably decided to go no. for a walk at three o'clock no. last night around his neighborhood. If you live no. near Tory Lovello uh, and the umpiring is a little questionable at any more of these games, don't be surprised to just find uh, a guy walking around with an embroidered TL shirt walking around your neighborhood at 3.30 a.m. screaming obscenities. You motherfucker. I'll go put one in there. <laughs> oh, I'll, go, I'll give you. Uh, but, of course, uh, Tori really is the single best human being of all time. Uh, yeah. And that's something that uh, our very own Mr. Electric, Sean DePaz, just texted me right now as we speak. 
but apparently there's something me. going on that we're missing on on the broadcast. I imagine is oh. what's going on, or is or is Sean watching us? Sean said that they're doing a segment on Mookie and Tori's relationship, oh, and then don't Tori even get me started. comes off as like the most wholesome. Uh, guy ever. By the way, by the way, I forgot to tell you guys this, but I saw Mookie just as a full-on member of the media yesterday, walking around, and I got to tell you guys. He still looks cooler than the rest of us. Even just even as a media member, he's just cooler. He's no matter what he does, he's he like swagger. the coolest dude that 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 exists in that particular you know field. But uh, we do have to ask the question because uh, the show must go on, and in yeah. order for the show to must go on, the Diamondbacks got to get some wins here. So are we back to must win territory? Because obviously, if the Rangers take a three one lead tonight, uh, that would seem. Uh, once again, like like something that would be very difficult to come back from to have to essentially win three games in a row, one more at Chase Field and then two more on the road. That that seems like a pretty uphill battle. No, uh, for for any other team, I think you can dance around that concept of a, of it being a must win game. But until it is literally must win or go home, until it's a, until for it, this yeah, team, yeah. for this this organization right point. now, this roster. It really doesn't matter, you know. Talking with Jesse uh, as as we do each and every morning, going back and forth to the ballpark, it really just feels like if they're down three one, it's like okay, well they got to win the final three, and yeah, they can. Like, and they could lose one of them too. Like, and then that's it, and it's yeah. over. And they they yeah. they they lose. The Rangers win. Um, but this team, if it's any any other club during any other journey in the postseason and the rangers of course you know uh got themselves behind won all their games on the road they're nine and oh this postseason on the road so rocky uh Dimax looking to to hand them their their first loss um but any other team you probably could worry about that but but not with this one they were although they they won both games in milwaukee they were trailing in both those games and yeah. although they immediately came out the shoot uh and and put a whooping on the dodgers I think there was the David versus Goliath thing of like until you actually beat them, you are behind. You are the the second class citizen uh, in that series, and so it was more of a figurative, you know, being behind in trailing. And then we saw it all throughout the Philly series. So until you know the twenty seven out is in uh, is in the glove of a Texas Ranger, I think the Diamondbacks still can can win this series, and I frankly think they are going to win in seven games. What do you think is going to be the biggest key for them tonight? Uh, I, I I think it's just pushing the right buttons. Tori talked about, he he said the word, he said the thing. He's like, this is a chess match, right? Yeah. There's puzzle pieces to really make it work. And now with the, with the late update about Garcia, I'm sure they have, had imagined that he was probably not going to play. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it screws things up a little bit. I'm sure maybe five to 10% of their planning, if not less, was just late in the game. If he comes off the bench in a Kirk Gibson type role, maybe he can give the Rangers one swing. Now, yeah, that's null that's and void. An so I really think it's just using the right guys in the right moments and giving that bullpen a little bit of, of buffer. I really think it could only needs to be like one run and the fans are going to do the rest of that heavy lifting at Chase Field to say, hey, bullpen it's okay we got this we're going to support you move you along and and so if it's a one nothing diamondbacks win as extreme as that would be on a double bullpen day like this i could see the diamondbacks coming ahead i i feel better about this game than i I, you feel i felt good about game three we've said like feel like this entire postseason when you feel good about the diamondbacks they lose and when you're worried they win i kind of feel good tonight that's well then i'm worried I'll stay worried. I don't know. Uh, I still think it's a must win because I think that uh, given the Rangers an, an opportunity like that to close it out, uh, just having to win one out of three, uh, that doesn't that that doesn't bode well for this team. Especially, you know, once the pressure starts getting on them, I, I'm interested to see how they respond. I I still 
in the back of my mind can't help but have this little part of me that's still just like, who cares? They made the World Series. It's true. You know, and like I know, I know there's so many people because the 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 thought process has evolved to know they can do this. I want this. I want to see them do it. Uh, and I mean, this just means so much for the organization. Should they be able to bring home this second championship, especially to a city where they are the only major champion? And I say major because I know uh, because it's the four sports, right? Yeah. Uh, but of course, we all know the Phoenix Mercury run this town, and they are the, the mm-hmm. supreme champs here. But uh, the the Diamondbacks can definitely, you know, make this very special. And I, I I'm I'm kind of going back and forth on that because I still think that. No matter what, every single person watching this show that is a fan of this team should be proud, proud that we are talking about their game plan in game four of the World Series and proud that they are here regardless of what happens. So I still want to see them do it. I don't want to start, you know, start sounding like I'm using that loser talk that some of you guys call me, you know, call me out on. But it's just still not hard. It's it's still hard for me not to be very proud of this team and and how much they've accomplished when uh, so many people did not give them that credit so uh but of course connected team is a dangerous team and you know what that means mm. we're fucking dangerous so go out and get yourself the shirt of a dangerous connected team from the phnxlocker.com you can grab that shirt of course if you are a diehard member you'll get 20 percent off if you are not a diehard member you can get a diehard membership you'll get that shirt for free as part of your diehard package or whatever shirt you want from the phnxlocker.com we have a wide variety of wonderful shirts over there for you to check out. And, of course, it's playoff season, so we're a wagon. We're fucking dangerous. Of course, the answer backs, answer back, all of that stuff. So make sure to check out uh, the phnxlocker.com and check out the opportunity to get that diehard membership over at gophnx.com. We thank you guys uh, for being here tonight, whether you are a diehard or not. We always appreciate you guys for being in here in the chat. More than anything, I appreciate that one person that comes into our chat every single night to give us a thumbs down. That person's dedication to doing it every <laughs> single show is unfettered. And I, I I salute you, sir. I respect you or ma'am, whoever it is. But, of course, we thank all of you, even that person, uh, for being here. And, of course, if you're listening on the audio podcasting side, make sure you subscribe to us there. Sign up for notifications or uh, leave us a review. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Download us, subscribe, do all that stuff. Uh, but, of course... We do have this bullpen game to talk about, and oh, yeah. it is it is bullpen versus bullpen. And honestly, you could say that the way that uh, Max Scherzer are leaving the game and John John Gray, I keep wanting to call him John Snow, and I'm not going to do don't call him Jonathan. Gray. I'm not going to call him Jesse. Jonathan. Like uh, yesterday, Come I called on. Nathaniel Lowe, Nathan. I'm just making up nickname. Nate? I'm just Nate. Nate Lowe? No, you can't. I don't, I don't know. Do Nate Lowe sounds pretty hard, but all right. Uh, when it comes to this bullpen game, though, things have been impacted. By yeah. by Gray being utilized there, and obviously the uh, Rangers now having to go to Andrew Heaney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to go probably a three innings or so. He, he is a starter, but hasn't had an opportunity to really <laughs> get a lot of in-game action, similar to a John Gray, who is actually on the IL. But because Andrew Heaney, you know, has been around for a while, you know, was with the Dodgers uh, for yeah. a hot minute there. Yep. You know, some of the Diamondbacks do have a good track record against Andrew Heaney. Not a ton of at-bats, but even the a short amount of ABs doing really well. Christian Walker, key among them in three at-bats. He has two hits, and those two hits are home runs. Ketel Marte, two for five, also with two home runs. So 
just like in any series where you could be down 3-1, the team that has the one win can still win the next three games. Yep. Uh, a, a pitcher that has surrendered this many home runs to Walker and Marte could go out and you know two times through the order retire those players. But uh, you, you like the some of the looks so far for the Diamondbacks players and, and having some familiarity with Heaney, uh, both with the Dodgers uh, as well as in the AOS during his time with the Angels. So, you know, he's uh, he's he's not a, a total newcomer here. And so that familiarity, I think, is going to help. And and the bullpen, even after Heaney, is very much suspect. I think Dane Dunning is probably the next logical guy to see after that, you know, going from the left-handed uh, long reliever to a right-handed long reliever. So that that could give, you know, the Rangers a little bit of an edge through five or, or six innings if it's, you know, close. Again, I, I think if, if you can keep the Rangers to one run through six innings and then you get into the that part of the bullpen that really hasn't been able to figure it out, Josh Spores... He was a little bit shaky. Actually, he had an injury concern yesterday. The trainer yeah. had to come out and look at at him. I mean, Chapman is very suspect. He, he left Jose the Clerk yeah. is tired, man. Yeah, he has been used been a lot, lot went yeah. two innings last night. So, again, even if through the first six innings you don't like the result, as long as it's close, I still think there's an advantage for the Diamondbacks. There you go. Let's take a look. We have the pitching matchup between these two starting pitchers, quote-unquote, if you will. <laughs> uh, but, again— Joe Mantiply being utilized in the starter role looks much different now without Adolis Garcia in the lineup. I mean, this seems very much like it's the things have improved incredibly for Joe yeah. Mantiply to be out there. He does have a 4.26 ERA this postseason. Uh, Heaney has a 6.00 ERA, a 1.26 whip for Mantiply with five strikeouts, 1.50 whip for Heaney with one strikeout so far this postseason. So uh, neither of these guys will factor in for very long, I have a feeling. And of course, uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how things shake shake out from that point. Uh, pitching matchups, utilization of obviously the three batter rule, and and the ability to, to mm. pull a guy if you if they if they, they end the inning right. Like that's something that a lot of people still aren't clear right. on about the whole. I uh, just have to last till the end of the inning, essentially, right? Tommy Fam does have the most uh, plate appearances uh, against Andrew Heaney. He's only one for eleven, but uh, the second time the two ever faced each other. Tommy Pham was hit by pitch, and you know he is not going to forget that. So he <laughs> owes a little bit of payback to the Heen Dog, and it's for that reason Tommy Pham is going to continue to play incredibly well. Seven hits in his first three games in the big leagues. I think only Billy Hatcher has more than that in the first three World Series games. So uh, Tommy Pham's been, been doing it. so important for this yep. team, man. Such a, such a great pickup at the trade deadline. I think he's protecting Christian Walker. We start to see him. You know, officially break out in game three, game two. There were those uh, there was those elements there that didn't totally come to fruition. But I think he could have a really big game today, uh, as well as you know, Cattell Marte, who's looking to do it for the twentieth consecutive game. Nineteen, 20. he has hit yeah. safely in each of his first nineteen career postseason games, posting a wow. three forty nine average with a nine seventy five OPS, twelve extra base hits in that time frame. Uh, and he's locked in. He is just absolutely locked in right now. Uh, Marte's 22 hits this postseason are the most in a single postseason in franchise history, mm -hmm. ahead of Steve Finley's 19, while his 36 total bases are most by any D back in a postseason previous lead, uh, there by Luis Gonzalez, 27 in that 2001 run. So, Diamondbacks players right now are doing it. They just need a little support. Cattell needs a little support. He can't do it all on his own. Jerry P. 
needs a little support. They need these guys to get out there mm-hmm. on offense and start making some magic happen. And the bullpen could definitely use an early lead to kind of yeah. take some of that pressure off. But we are very close to the start of this game, about eight minutes away. So uh, let's get to hexing the Rangers because, you know, that's what I do best with my bets. And I did not do that yesterday. Damon has not forgiven me. For shame. He is so angry. At me. He was angry shame. at me all game yesterday. Shame. He kept shame. talking about me. Shame. Yeah, the, Let's put it up there. And you, I think you said hexing because it's Halloween, right? Yeah, I, did. I see what you're, I I see what you're doing. Uh, Rangers, taking Rangers to win, taking total runs under nine and a half because I learned my lesson after last night. And I think the bullpen is going to keep both of these teams a little bit, a uh, little bit, a little bit quiet. I would uh, agree. Taking, take, putting that bad juju on Corey Seager for the one home run. Of course, Cattel Marte extends that hit streak to 20 games. Batter struck out Andrew Heaney. I'm doing one plus because I'm plus 2,200. That's actually a lot right there. It's, it's incredibly, yeah, it's incredible. And of course, I'm not actually trying to make money with this. I'm just trying to take my five dollars and I'm trying to do my best to, uh, you know, put some put some bad bad juju on on that that team on and that Rangers. That's team. been the recipe. Trying that's to, been a recipe yeah, and for, I, and uh, I did, this. I did, I did deviate away from it last night, and I think that that played a huge role in last night's game. But the D-backs are the favorites in this game for the first time. Wow. This postseason. That would have been crazy. They have not well, been a favorite yet in any game. So we don't have like betting data going going all the way back to when, you know, it was legal. Uh, but that would be interesting to know, like how many teams <laughs> went the entire postseason without, without ever being, being a favorite. favorite. Yeah. And it's funny, uh, on the way uh, over here, uh, I was at one of the Arizona Fall League games uh, over in Mesa taking a look at uh, some of the Diamondbacks and Rockies prospects uh, before the game. So the that's what you were doing said, instead of getting the Mario costume you were supposed to wear on the show. With I found a children's size small wario costume and i just fine. couldn't squeeze into that it was just no no it, it wouldn't work loved it but on the way over rob manford even said that he he even sees there not being just a a booth that does play-by-play focused entirely on gambling but just something that is there like that like he's aware that you know the the pull that that gambling does yeah. have on the sport and so he's uh he's certainly acknowledging it so i think that that's cool for a guy looking like you today you know, put a couple shells on uh, on this game, Damon. You see what I did there? He he put a couple shells. You did. You didn't you go know? with coins. You didn't go with put coins. Put a couple, uh, put a couple coins. Yeah, those coins were right there, Damon. Coins were right there. Yeah. Uh, Damon looks a little squirrely over there. Uh, let's you know from can, the. Can we show? Can we show a Halloween costume that quite possibly is better than mine, and we know is better than his? Let's take a look at this one. Yeah, that's that's a championship costume right there. That, wow. That's a that's that's a grid. We we are a grid. That's pretty cool. The immaculate grid. That's Love very it. creative. I'm down with that one. That is a father son costume of the day for us here on Halloween. But of course, that's a little bit better than just the baseball card. But it's but just because it's more modern, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a modern take on the baseball card thing. Uh, good luck walking around like that, though. I mean. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can. Yeah. I think I gotta knock on the door. Then okay, put your head through. Yeah. By the way, Jay Cuddy points out coins is Sonic. Well, no, there are coins in in the Mario rings world. are Sonic. Do you not even know video oh, games? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm going you with Jay Cuddy. Nerd, Jay Cuddy. What are you doing? Oh God, don't. You're right. Yeah, no, don't listen to him. Don't That's listen true. to these people. They are rings. Drive. I told you, you can't trust the chat. You can never trust the chat. I'm trying. You know, to go I'm climb to a flagpole. I am going to do that, but of course, uh, I'm going to go watch baseball. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch it with this guy. So I'm so excited. Make sure you guys come back here 15 minutes after the final out. We will be right back here in these very chairs uh, watching baseball and talking to you guys about it hopefully after a snake's win in the meantime
meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. This maniac is at Patrick D. Lyons. Of course, Damon is the people's producer. He is at Damon Dog with a D-A-W-G. We are Damon's dogs. Woof, woof. woof. Of course, you can follow our show at PHNX underscore D-backs, but all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for stopping by. We will see you after the game. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when your co-host wears the costume he's supposed to wear. I'm out of here.